Welcome to Muller Time. What's up, brother? How you doing? This is episode 28. I am uh, going to be going on vacation to a undisclosed location. Yeah, so we're doing a midweek recording. Midweek, and we're gonna uh, we're testing the remote thing too. We just didn't want to test it and find out the uh, you know the hard way that it didn't work, mm. especially as we uh, like we got hit up by Active Measures. Yes, we did, and they. Uh, they said they might want to do an interview, which was awesome. So I don't want to find out the hard way that that thing doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah. So you're going to go to the secret remote location. The master of timing is flying to the East Coast tonight. And then uh, we will do, yeah, bi-coastal recording yeah. in the next seven days. Yeah, hopefully this hurricane uh, and my heart goes out to those people. Um, and then selfishly, I really hope it doesn't make its way to where my flight is going into. Well, it, 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 this one is doing the rare thing of, uh, didn't it turn southwest? Don't those hurricanes uh, this time of year usually go up the north, north up the coast? Yeah, this one apparently took a, an unusual path. Yeah. Um, maybe it's the Trump effect. Everything's all just fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I guess... Yeah, it's your, I think your plane's going to successfully avoid that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we will test the remote thing when I'm out there. Maybe we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I guess some uh, Mueller news first. So breaking right now. Breaking today. Breaking right now. It looks like when you hear this, Paul Manafort will have pled guilty. Yeah. Now, that's a, this is a report. It hasn't actually happened yet. Hasn't happened, hasn't been... But all the top news, all the top fake news sources are all going, running with it tonight. I, I saw it on MSNBC this evening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, except for uh, if you turn to Fox, uh, no mention of that. Oh, no. Well, I, I, we, I watch Fox uh, more tonight than I usually do. We'll get into that in a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we, we don't know if uh, Manafort is what they call flipping or whether he's just pleading guilty. We'll find that out. Well, I, you have to assume that um, he's pleading guilty. It was being reported as a plea deal. Mm. So what's Mueller getting out of the deal? Well, whatever he is, Mueller's getting something. So what? Okay. Now, uh, Manafort's already guilty from the first trial. Oh yeah. Yes. Now this is uh, a plea deal. So he doesn't have to go through a second trial. We don't exactly know why, because Manafort's, I mean, I, I do have to give it to him in this way. He really has kind of, you know, he's, he's kept his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And so to, to change his mind now is weird. Well, that's why I'm asking, what is in it for Mueller? If it's a plea deal, what's in it for Mueller? I, I mean, I'm just speculating here, but in terms of what's in it, well, first of all, for any prosecutor, a conviction. So it's a win. Prosecutors love that. That's why, like, all, what is it, 90% of cases? Well, no, he's already got him guilty, and now he's letting him off the hook. Well, he's letting him off the hook for well, this other trial. What is Mueller getting in return? What is Manafort saying? Is he? Does this mean he's now talking? Well, that's a good point, yeah. and um, that would be the most logical thing, and I, by the time people hear this, I bet I hope, hopefully yeah. we're going to know. We, let's, I hope we learn something in the next 12 hours. Yeah. Uh, that'll be, I mean, Manafort must be, they said these trials can cost 20000 a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I look, I don't, let's not even try to get into the math of what, what any of that costs because it's all just stupid. We know yeah. Trump has obviously promised him a pardon. That goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, now if uh, Mueller has given him this plea bargain, though, what is there left to pardon? You know what? I'm going to have to say this is going to be a to-be-continued moment mm-hmm. with Mr. Manafort. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. I uh, did post an article. This is way too much to even get into, but... BuzzFeed has an article on suspicious money transactions that happened uh, at two key points in the campaign. And I did put it up on the Mueller Time Facebook page. Yeah. Now, this was uh, connected to the infamous Trump Tower meeting with uh, uh, 
the uh, the Russians that was set up by the the concert promoter and the yeah exactly yeah at two key moments uh, Aguilerov who's a Putin's builder mm-hmm. wired money it, one was right after the Trump Tower meeting and the other one was right after the election now I saw that BuzzFeed was reporting this as a new re- revelation. I, there has been so many revelations on what's gone on between all the Russia connections. What exactly is new about this? Is this a totally unknown transaction? Do they just have a new piece of evidence to prove it? This this was, I haven't read this anywhere. And it was that also at the, the timing that he wired the money at those two key points. Okay. Uh, the only thing it didn't have, which was what I wanted to know, was where the money, he wired it to himself. But it doesn't say where the money ended up. I'm sure Mr. Mueller knows that. But we don't know it. And is this now connected, though, to the, the pinging between Trump Tower and Alpha Bank? That's, there's no way that that is a... Uh, there were some news, news sources I respect that really kind of blasted that. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. If you, How can you say that's not connected? Correct, yeah. Do, uh, you and I both have computers. Do Does your laptop start pinging a Russian bank? At the, <laughs> bullshit. Of course it has something to do with it. Yeah. It's so ridiculous, right? Yeah. Like yeah. The, even The Intercept was calling that. I was like, wait a minute. Like that's that's like legit. Yeah. So we uh you know we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But that BuzzFeed article is very interesting. Do we have that up on the Mueller Time Podcast Facebook we, page. We do. I put it up there. So is it on the new Mueller Time Pod Twitter account at Mueller Time Pod? I, I didn't get it out there, but uh, nice plug by the way. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, we got the Twitter account, which is getting a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. Which I actually find interesting. Like I'm getting more traffic there than on my own. Account. Yeah, you know, I I've yet to master Twitter, but it's easy to to draw people on Twitter. Uh, I've been talking all the last two days, three days about the situation, the tragedy in Dallas, and mm. yeah, I I don't have a whole lot of followers at, at Low Progressive on Twitter, but wow, people are uh, ready to talk about that. That's something that I really do want to talk about. I want to say first, though, in a in a presidency of lows, uh, I think we hit a new low. Oh, yeah. What the hell today? And I, I saw some uh, defenses of that low that we will get into in a moment. We're, of course, we're talking about President Trump. Why did I say that? No, just I shouldn't say President Trump. WWE Hall of Famer, right. Piotr's Pussy Grabber. Exactly. He said that 3,000 people weren't killed in Puerto Rico. Oh, he, he's that. Oh, my gosh. He's a... A hurricane victim denier. 3,000 Americans. More. He's trying to be a, a, a hurricane victim truther. That's funny. You're uh, right. Uh, yeah. You're right. By the way, technically he's right. It was actually 4,600 Americans, according to Harvard, mm-hmm. who did a Harvard Medical School, did a big study. Okay. So one pathetic attempt I saw on Twitter t- today to try to defend um, the, the hurricane death denial from Piotr's pussy grabber. Lou Dubs. No. Well, oh. no. It's one of my favorite people to pick on. <laughs> Uh, one of Ben Shapiro's underlings at Cassie Dillon on Twitter, she uh, retweet or tweet replied under someone saying, "If you get into a car accident but die months later from your injuries, you didn't die from the car accident; you died from the injuries." Wow. So t- President Trump was right; it's not three thousand. So it's, yeah, basically saying, "Well, no, if they die later, it doesn't count." Not that was the best defense she could come up with. And there's I like some that was like pathetic. Nazis said shit like that, like. That's kind of like it's not exactly that, but sometimes when with these um, Holocaust deniers, they they don't what they're they're slick. They don't pick just outwardly saying it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They'll start picking apart things. Well, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't really like a gas chamber. Like I think that is an appropriate analogy because she's she's trying to pick apart something where the big picture is the same. Exactly. 
It's it's no, it's they're trying to find a reason to make it okay. I didn't to, realize mm. even her boss though was calling. I'm surprised that she did because even even Ben Shapiro. Yeah, Ben Shapiro did call him out, but no, I, I, I'd have to pull up the, his actual quote from his yeah. story today. But it wasn't like Ben Shapiro is so good at playing the fence. Yeah, he just know, does a. He he has yeah. to be wary of his future post uh, post Piotr's pussy grabber because he's still he's a young thirty something, right. up, upwardly mobile political figure. More people died in uh, in Hurricane Maria than on 9/11. Did that total surpass 9/11? I believe if 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 9/11 was was 3,000 Americans, mm-hmm. and you believe the the Harvard study, which I do because it's it's fucking Harvard Medical School, well, like right? I mean, they say 4,600. Uh, and even if you're a conservative, it's the same amount as 9-11, 3,000, right? It's just, they're Americans. They like, are, correct. It all, <laughs> yeah. Can, I, but are we sure that Piotr's pussy grabber realizes they're Americans? I'm still not to this day convinced let, that he's sure of that. Let's, yeah. Well, the, because, he, because he's a white supremacist, mm-hmm. that's why those people got, um, our fellow Americans there got fucked over so bad. Yeah. At this point, I think we can segue into uh, another low point: Trump nine eleven. Trump nine eleven. You I, you saw the photos. Oh, which wait, what, what now? No, uh, Trump know. Trump visited. Oh, the flight ninety three. <laughs> okay, this this is where uh, it sucks that we're not on video. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. <laughs> I am doing the double fist pumps in the air. Let me ask you a question about <laughs> serious. Uh, what is what is wrong with this man? Oh, and did you see where he gives the thumbs up? At the, he has the one where he's double fist pumping in the air, and then he has the other one um, where he's giving the thumbs up at a nine eleven memorial. Uh, the um, the one in upstate Pennsylvania, correct? Yeah, for any of you guys who maybe uh, is that for, a thing upstate Pennsylvania? Uh, it's uh, all the same. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> close enough. Uh, I don't I don't exactly know where the geography is there, but but it, for anyone who missed it. There were two moments. He got off the plane, and he starts giving this ridiculous thumbs up, which is now being memed all over the internet, like him at Chuck E. Cheese, which is funny. And then the other one, no, I got it wrong. He gets off the plane. He starts freaking out because his supporters are there, and he just acts like a fucking idiot. And then the thumbs up was when he was actually at the Flight 93 Memorial. Flight 93, where the passengers heroically took charge and crashed it, killing the terrorists. Yes. I guess the pictures, it's hard to do it. The pictures are what you have to see. Mm-hmm. And I know everyone listening to this saw it. Yeah, well, remember, this is the same uh, WWE Hall of Famer that seriously said he always wanted to get a Purple Heart. And then he took one from somebody. But seriously, what do you what do you think? I mean, like, kind of serious. Like, what is what is wrong with this man? And, There's nothing wrong with him. No, he, he's totally mentally stable. He's a stable, very stable genius. Because I was looking at that and I was like, how does someone do that? Mm-hmm. They call him a lot of, there's a lot of theories about what is wrong with this man. But even people who share some of those characteristics easily are able to shut up Yeah. when something like that happens. When you, are, when you grow up that rich, when you grow up with that kind of privilege and you actually don't understand humility because you don't have to, because you have enough money to not have to understand it, when you become 70-something years old, you're not going to change. I I think it's a uh, this is stating the obvious, but I think there's a mental health issue that really because he's never been examined. Mm-hmm. Because I know, like I was thinking about this guy that I know in Hollywood who 
is the guy I know the most who's like Trump and shares many of the same characteristics. I mean, total ruthless sociopath. But he always is able to at least mimic. He, like if he was at something like that, he would look like any of us, somber. He would never do something like that. If he had a fan club, greet him getting off the plane. The person is who I think he is, think it is. Um, yeah, you might do one of those. I, I know this. You, by the way, you don't know this guy. Oh, okay. it's different. Uh, not, not. I think I know your time. But okay. no, this guy would absolutely be like, don't like. Okay. He he knows he knows what to do, and that's why it's so disturbing to watch. You know who, mm. because it, it was like. Anyway, I would just like to know, uh, you know, if there is a mental health professional is listening to this show and interested, you can hit us up at the uh, Mullet Time Facebook page or the links I will plug before we're done. Now, I haven't gotten deep into fear, Bob Woodward's new book, but isn't the, the mental stability a topic throughout the uh, the um, the whole tome? Yeah, let's get into that book. That was, uh, it came out this week. I was auto-refreshing my Kindle like furiously, <laughs> and they delivered it exactly at midnight, which was which is very cool. Yeah, actually, it was nine o'clock uh, our time. Yeah, if you ordered now, look, that's you, you said the Kindle version. Mm. Yeah, I saw people complaining. I have people on Facebook that are old that get books still, printed kind, and mm. they were complaining that they weren't getting their books right away because of the demand. I'm about now. I. I noticed there's okay, this thing. By the way, I'm what? totally joking about the old uh, old shaming because I'm old and I like books. Oh no, I mean I, it's fine. I, I I like I like the hard copy. I like. Yeah. So the book, you know, well, first of all, everyone seems to be rushing to finish it. Like I know it's like I'm not rushing. Like I'm I want to when I read something I want to understand it. Did you see Kyle Griffin all day yesterday? Just all he was tweeting was a page number and then something that happens on yeah, that page. No, I that was the, that's wow. So it's such the Cliff Notes way to read the book. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, the book is, it's an excellent book. I, there's a couple things that I, I don't, I don't disagree with anything factually, just the um, the way he kind of tells the what's going on. I, um, there's parts where he switches into the first person with no warning, which I yeah. found a little bit weird. But it, the point is, is that the book itself is amazing. Mm-hmm. You could tell he interviewed every fucking person. I know. So now I, I saw a couple of his uh, different press interviews mm-hmm. and... Am I understanding this correctly? Now, he gets people in deep background, which means they'll tell them, they tell him all the dirt. They're happy to tell him all the dirt. They can't use, he can't use their names. But now he's even recording these people. Yeah. So he's got people on deep background. He doesn't, he doesn't state who is giving these quotes Mm -hmm. and he claims to have backup tapes. The tapes are uh, to protect him and also for, for history. Of course. And, and very smart, right? So yeah, just, the things that I know are claimed in this book. He's got people on tape saying this. It's not being made up. That's no. That's wild. And he, Bob Woodward knows. Why would anyone in the Trump organization talk to him? Because they they want an insurance policy. Yeah, I guess so. This is going, this, this administration is going down faster than even I thought. And these people are going to be out of work soon. They're going to be looking for a job. They're going to be trying to rehabilitate their image. And one, you know, then then they'll be like, "Hey, I was the guy who told Bob Woodward, blah blah blah." I'm quite conflicted on the people in the Trump administration who claim you, to be working uh, against Trump secretly. Well, you know, yeah, you're still working for Trump, you, trying to save your own butt. So what's going on? But I'll give you another reason they're telling him: mm-hmm. if you don't tell Bob Woodward what's going on, someone else is going to tell your story. <laughs> yeah, for you. Well, he's that good of a journalist. Yeah, and everyone talked to him except for you know who, because he's scared of him. 
Well, no, but you heard the tape uh, of Bob Woodward trying to talk to him, uh, where they actually did talk, and the whole conversation was, well, would you mean nobody told you I wanted to do an interview with you? You could tell that Trump was completely lying, making it sound like, oh, I didn't know you were trying to talk to me. And then Kellyanne Conway even interrupts this call recording. She says, no, I told you about that. You know what I've said since the beginning? While the policies of this administration are what's the most dangerous, what actually bothers people the most is the bullshit. That's... That's why people are have are having you know heart heart problems and and people turn off the TV. It's the bullshit. And that call was the it was like a penultimate example. Mm-hmm. Trump, fucking, so poorly lying to Bob Woodward that he didn't know him. Then this goofball Conway comes in and she's bullshitting Trump, mm-hmm. and everyone knows that everyone's lying. Yeah, and that that's why Americans are so pissed off. Yes, the worst thing is like his climate change policy, but when you see that, your your blood pressure starts going up. Yeah, but you know what? Joe Sixpack got a thousand dollars off his tax return this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, those Next year. yeah, those people are those people are fleeing as well. <laughs> I mean, they'll always be the the core supporters, but but so what, sad. Well, after this is all over, there's going to be a lot of pretending that. You weren't a fan of Trump. Oh, of course. Well, I, I told you how Ben Shapiro likes to play the fence, and he's angling for his political future. Yeah. Yeah. He never really criticizes Trump. This fear book is, you're reading it, and even if you know the stories, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, what do you think? Well, look, I, I'm going to be honest here. I made it seven pages in before I got uh, sidetracked on other stuff, mm. and the book opens with Steve Bannon's first meeting with Trump and how Steve Bannon had to be coerced into it. And Steve Bannon says that he thought Donald Trump was a joke and he wasn't serious. And it's being set up by, this is in 2010, it's being set up by uh, who some heavyweight dude in the, uh-huh. the Tea Party You're right. and uh, uh, the Citizens United stuff. So it's a, it was coming from there. And yeah, uh, and then I got seven pages in and I, I no, it's fine. not jumped back in yet. No, it's 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 a fascinating read. I, I it's I think it's the best book I've read so far on this whole thing. Mm. I, I'm really enjoying it. Well, it, it's the first book so far on this whole thing written by a longtime old journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Omarosa is, and Michael Wolf's book was borderline tabloid nonsense. Michael uh, Wolf. Michael Wolf does. Oh, no! I was going to say um, Michael Wolf has a tabloid reputation, but Bob Woodward obviously is like. Well, no, Bob Woodward took down a president. Right. So, yeah. 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 He will. You know, and he will always be the former heavyweight champion of the world. And Wolf's book is great too. It's just that this one, no one can attack Woodward mm-hmm. because he's Woodward. Yeah. And that's why Trump wouldn't talk to him. Yeah. I mean, because he he knows. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But he should have talked to him. Because oh, the man, could you imagine what those tapes would sound like? Yeah, <laughs> if he if he really, it's funny. You know how they always say he plays three dimensional chess. Mm. Well, the move was to talk to Bob Woodward because you didn't talk to him, and I think if he talked to him, he could have at least probably bullshitted him a little bit, get his side on the you know whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe it was a no win thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? Well, look, you have a good point. Even though he could have sat down and lied with Bob Woodward, Bob Woodward would publish his lies. I'm sure he would pick apart every single one of those lies, but that wouldn't matter because if Trump had those words out there and his his crazy cult-like followers read those words, it doesn't matter if Bob Woodward points out how much of a lie they are because they're Trump's words and they believe it all. They're like that one part that everyone already knows about where they're explaining to him 
why we have this this missile defense system in South Korea, mm-hmm. where they can it'll it'll uh, according to Woodward, who again is you know his reputation speaks for itself. This defense system will protect us uh, a certain amount of time faster than if it was located in Alaska, mm-hmm. and that's why we have it there. And they don't even explain what it is because the program is secret. So Trump hears about it and wants to get rid of it. Right, because it's in South Korea and he wants to kiss uh, Kim Jong-un's butt? That, that, that's, that very well could have been. The other thing is like, you know Trump because he thinks of everything like a, a construction worker? Oh, uh-huh. He starts thinking that he's going to like renegotiate the land or something. Mm-hmm. Like he's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's just stuff like that where you're like, again, that this is actually happening. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. Hey, LeBan, let's do this. Uh, let's do this Dallas thing. I think a lot of people don't know about this. Yeah, you know what? The story hasn't quite blown up yet. Um, I think what it will when the nine one one call, if it ever is released, then this is when uh, this is going to become the next biggest cop shooting story ever. Why don't you, especially for the people listening to us abroad, why don't you like break this down? Because you've been on, on oh, this. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, here, you want the short version? Uh, please. Okay. A man is sitting home alone. A cop busts into his house and shoots and kills him. This gentleman lives in Dallas, te- or lived in Dallas, mm-hmm. Texas. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, no, yeah, that's a, that, that was the short version. He, right. He was home in his own place, and a cop basically broke the door down. And what's the reason that she gave? Okay, so let's get into the long version. Uh, this is in Dallas, Texas, in an apartment building called the Southside Flats. It is a five-story apartment building. And from all descriptions, uh, each levels are, are basically identical. Uh, Botham Jean lived in on the fourth floor. Directly below him, in a similarly shaped, directly below him apartment on the third floor, lived Officer Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger, on Thursday of last week, apparently, after working a 12 to 15 hour shift, depending on what report you are reading, returns home very tired. The parking structure to this apartment building is attached. So you park in the parking structure and you can walk directly into the level of the building that you park on. Off D- Detroit, excuse me, Dallas. You know, officer. you know what the short version was better? Yeah. All right. All right. So she thinks she's walking to her apartment and she walks to her neighbor's apartment, somehow gets in the door, which it, it, whether she busted it down, whether it was already open, whether her key worked or not, there's several different stories out there. She enters this apartment thinking it's hers, sees a black man, thinks it's an intruder, so she shoots and kills him. Right. So this um, Amber, what's her name? Geiger? Amber Geiger. Officer Amber Geiger of the Dallas Police <laughs> Department, Former. who is still a Dallas police officer on paid leave. So she... She kills this guy in his own apartment, and her excuse is that because he lived one floor above her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, this is her excuse, yes. So that she thought she was in the wrong apartment. Now, obviously, that's that's bullshit. We all know that. Mm-hmm. So I want to, because I know you've been following this, what do you think really happened there? Um, I don't know yet what really happened. There is a report from the lawyer of the deceased uh, resident's family. He is stating that uh, the downstairs neighbor, he didn't actually use Officer Amber Geiger's name, but she is the direct downstairs neighbor. On the same day that uh, the shooting occurred, earlier in the day, she uh, phoned the neighbor to complain about noise. So there has been a relationship between them before as neighbors that uh, don't get along because of noise. That's, I could could totally, by the way, uh, just a segue, Mm -hmm. this is why people kneel. This is yeah, why. This is exactly. Yes. Th- this is this is the. I mean, this is such bullshit. 
well, what's more bullshit, though, is how the picture is already being painted for her to walk free. The case was turned over to the Texas Rangers, the state police for the state of Texas, handed over to them from the Dallas Police Department. And when you read their warrant of arrest, they use the phrase in her apartment when the shooting did not happen in her apartment. See, I think most cops don't want somebody like her around. And I do think most cops do go out there and do the job. And I, I, I want to believe that this investigation will be fair. But already this manslaughter thing already has me a little, has me obviously worried because mm-hmm. this ain't manslaughter, dude. That's a fucking murder. No, it's a murder. That's a fucking murder. Now, another thing that they phrase in the uh, warrant of arrest that is ready to, uh, is tailor made to get her off, um, basically states that he ignored her commands. Yeah. The resident of this apartment ignored the uh, unlawful commands. But because it uses the phrase, as a result, she fired his or her weapon. Because he ignored her commands, she fired a weapon. Blamed the victim. I, I think. I mean, I'm just, I'm just um, kind of guessing here. But based on that thing with the noise complaint, mm-hmm. I, I think what went down is that they probably have some issues in the building, and so this thing builds up for a while. Again, I'm just kind of um, doing what a, I guess an attorney does. Mm-hmm. And I think she's crazy, obviously. She could be a psychopath. Who knows? Yeah. She came by. They, the neighbors heard her banging on the door. Let me in. He probably opened the door, and she she just either shot him right there or there was some brief conversation. There is no mention of the neighbors uh, hearing any banging or shouting before the gunshots in the Texas Rangers warrant of arrest. Yeah. The Dallas police on their search warrant, they mm-hmm. made a search warrant for uh, the deceased Botham Jean mm-hmm. that was released one day after the shooting. And in that search warrant that mentions neighbors heard shouting and knocking. They heard shouting before they heard gunshots. Excuse me. Yeah. The, um, the this is one of those things where the community is going to, and I know they're all over it, but mm-hmm. they have to be all over this with protesting and whatever. Otherwise. Yeah. yeah. I Look, the story hasn't blown up, totally blown up nationwide. It really smells like it will. Yeah. 911 call hasn't been released. And between the differences that we've had in the stories that have come out, the 911 call will undoubtedly clear some of that up. Mm. And I'm sure it will leave even more questions. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, once there's some more, uh, I don't know, some more facts that are released. There's there's cameras all over this building, apparently. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's so good there's, there's a lot more to come out from this story. And I think once these things happen... This story is going to blow up nationwide because it's being painted for this cop to walk free right now. For Again, she completely violated the Fourth Amendment of a law-abiding citizen. This man was sitting home alone in his home. A uniformed police officer busts into his home and shoots and kills him. That is a, I, Whatever circumstances got that cop through that door, I think, are completely irrelevant. Right. Because none of that supersedes the Fourth Amendment which protects you from having uniformed no. police officers enter your home and shoot and kill you with no warrant whatsoever. Yeah, and this wasn't even this is this is a straight up murder and it's not even wasn't even police work related. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is something personal that went on there. So look, everything that's being put out there on what was going on in this crazy cop's mind that got her through that door, I think all of that is 100% irrelevant because of the 4th Amendment. Well, no, that's that's uh, that's a great um that's a great point right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know we're. Uh, I think we're way over yeah, time, aren't we? No, it's twenty seven minutes. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Just want to say uh, one more thing. I was checking the stats. Uh, noticing a, a 
a ton of plays in uh, Ghana. Oh yeah, yes, you, you brought that up. Ghana. Uh, Thank you, Ghana. Yeah, if you're listening in Ghana, I would if you'd like to reach out, I would just love to know because because the in Accra, the capital, which I was reading about, mm-hmm. which uh, which which is really cool. It looks like a beautiful city. I'd just like to know how you heard about the show and you know what you know about what you think about this political situation and yeah, just what, what is your take in Ghana? Yeah. So uh, I'm curious, do you, can now, you know, we have listeners in Ghana. Are you able to tell what platform they're listening to us on? You know, you, you can only tell the, you can tell the country and you can tell the platform, but you can't cross them, oh, okay. which would actually be your, that, that would be really cool to cross check them okay. and see who, you know, where they were. Well, listening. I know if you look in the Facebook insights, it'll tell you if we have listeners in Ghana on Facebook. And, yeah. and, uh, if you are listening there, and you do have a spare room. We may have to flee the country at any point. <laughs> if you listen to the show, you know we come we come back to that where we'll have to go. Oh man, I hope we don't have to flee. So Ghana, that's a new place on our list. We have Australia and a couple other countries, and now we have Ghana. They love soccer in Ghana. Yeah, and you're you're a huge yeah, fan. I'm a soccer fan. I could be a Ghana supporter if we had to flee to Ghana. I I've had I could do really any job. I've had a lot of jobs, and. If I have to flee, I'd, Ghana looks like a beautiful country. Oh, let's not do flee fanta- uh, fleeing and, fantasizing, please. And I think the Russians won't be able to find us as easily there because they'll stick out a lot more, mm-hmm. I think. Well, well, these, well, we're going to be sticking out pretty bad. Oh, that's Ghana. true. Yeah. Yeah. Me, the, goof, the goofy white dude. Yeah. That's true, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think you can blend in more because you, you could like be, you're just more of a blend in type. I tend to just. Sure. Or not. <laughs> or I'll be killed on the plane, either, either by the Russian. Either way. Um, oh, yeah. So if you do want to follow us uh, on Twitter, it's Muller Time Pod. I'm Eric LeVay, which is E-R-I-C-L-E-V-A-I. Chris is over at... I'm Chris, and you can find me at Low Progressive on Twitter right now these days. I'll be... Uh, you might see me commenting on the at Muller Time Pod, and I'm going to be commenting a lot on Twitter all about what's going on in Dallas with um, Officer... The homicidal Dallas police officer. Yeah. 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 And uh, if you could write us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen or just leave us a a review, that would be awesome. Really appreciate that. Otherwise, uh, I'll be going to that undisclosed location for a little R&R and we'll catch you soon. Adios. Adios.